Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. And today we're going to be talking about consistency. So our three questions to think about before we dive into the topic. Number one, do you consider yourself to be a consistent leader? Number two, do your employees know what to expect of you on any given day at any given time? And number three, and probably the most important, are you practicing what you preach? So we'll talk about all of these things and more on today's episode of Level of Field Leadership. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Level the Field Leadership. As you all know, my name is Dr. Rachel Gallardo. And as always, I'm very excited to be talking about our topic today. It's something that's kind of been on my heart and just things that I've uh, been noticing in my own world and things that are kind of going on around me. And so I think that this is something that we can all get a lot better at, myself included. So if I'm the only one that listens to this advice, then so be it. But hopefully the information that we talk about today will be helpful for you as well. Um, as many of you know, I do believe that um, you can use this information to help level the field of challenges that you encounter in the work environment. And I hope that these are, are useful tools that you can use no matter what situation it is that you encounter. I do believe that workplace burnout is real and anything that we can do to reduce work burnout and um, fatigue in our life can ultimately have a positive impact on our team. It can have it on a positive impact on our families, on ourselves, just the whole gambit of things. So I do try to post a new episode on the second and fourth Tuesday of the month. So keep that information in mind as you go through your day-to-day -day lives. If this is not your first episode, welcome back. Um, obviously, you must enjoy it. So um, keep coming back. And I'm I'm just so thankful for it. I, I can't even express my, my words of of just how thankful I am. And, you know, share the information with others. Leadership really and truly is a journey. You don't have to do it alone. And we we can all learn from each other. We just have to be willing to share and be transparent about what we're dealing with, what we've experienced, what we've learned, so that other way other people can learn it as well. And um, if this is your first episode, then I'm super happy to have you here with me. Um, feel free to follow me in the various um, social media platforms that are listed there in the show notes. So you can kind of have those, those tools in your tool belts whenever you're not listening to a podcast. And as you guys know, I do like to base our topics um, on scripture. So today we are looking at Matthew 6, 24. No one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. And oftentimes whenever we're being inconsistent, um, we kind of had the, have these two personalities about us, right? So we're saying one thing, but we're doing something else. And so that's kind of where the heart of where our, our conversation is going to kind of lead us today. So whenever you look up the word consistency, um, the Collins English Dictionary defines it as someone who adheres to the same principles, the same course, and the same form of action on a regular and ongoing basis. So there's three different layers to that, and then there's two different aspects of each of those layers. So the same principles, the same course, and the same form of action on a regular and ongoing basis. So right off the bat, automatically, at least for me, I'm thinking, hmm, do I do this? Do I, do I consistently, all the time, no matter what else is going on, behave and act and think and respond in the exact same way? Now, whenever you go on to read this particular dictionary definition, it gives synonyms of steadiness, stability, constancy, regularity, uniformity, firmness, and cohesion. 
And isn't it interesting how all of those phrases are things that we would all like to hear or, or recognize in our own work environment, right? So we all want some sort of stability. We all want some sort of constancy. We all want to have uniformity. We want to have some sort of cohesion that's happening. Now, by uniformity, I don't mean that we're all thinking the same. That's group think. That's a bad thing. We don't we don't want to have that at all. But we all kind of come to a, a, a consensus on what we're going to do and how we're going to respond and how we're going to treat people. And that really creates a positive work environment. But as many of you probably know, and I know, and we've all experienced, that doesn't always happen. And sometimes the reason that doesn't happen is because there's inconsistency in our leadership. So let me ask you, how closely do those words align with who you are as a leader? Are you aligning your thoughts? Are you aligning your actions? And are you aligning your moods with being the same person over and over and over again? From a psychological standpoint, um, a phrase that comes to mind whenever I think about consistency is called cognitive dissonance. And basically cognitive dissonance is when a person thinks one thing, but they actually behave in a different way. So a simple example of this is um, you think, man, I really wanna eat healthy and I wanna put good food in my body and I wanna have the right proper nutrients and vitamins and just all of the wonderful things that my body needs to be able to function. but I'm going to go and eat fast food, or I'm just going to, you know, open the bag of potato chips and I'm just going to eat that until I'm no longer full. Well, that there's a disconnect between what you're thinking and what you're doing. And whenever we have this cognitive dissonance from a leadership standpoint, you know, we tell ourselves we want to be good communicators, but then we don't send out information or we don't, we don't have meetings with our team or we don't, we don't meet with them on a consistent basis to let them know what's going on. There's a disconnect between our thoughts and our behavior. And do you know how to stay a source of consistency? So it might be that you maybe don't have this cognitive dissonance, but maybe you're just not 100% sure on how to remain consistent with your team. So we're still reflecting on us here for just a second. And whenever I talk about being um, firm and being consistent with your team, I don't mean authoritarian. So that's, that's way over the line. Nobody wants an authoritarian leader. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that by any means, terrible idea. But rather you are somebody that they can rely on. So whenever I mean firm, I mean that you're reliable. You're somebody that they can depend on. You're somebody that they can just outright trust to follow through whenever you say that you are going to do something. Or do you find that people don't come to you for, for different situations that come up because maybe they know that you're not gonna really take care of it? Maybe they know that you're going to say that you're going to take care of it and then you never actually circle back. Um, do they tell you that they look to you for, you know, advice or suggestions or, hey, can I can I bounce something off for you? Or is it one of these things where your team never really comes to you and asks for your opinion because they would just rather take care of it themselves? So, you know, there is a point where people should be accountable for their own actions and behaviors. I'm not advocating you doing their work for them. But stop and ask yourself, you know, when was the last time that somebody came to you and said, you know, hey, Rachel, I, I have something going on. Can I bounce something off of you? What do you think? Can they lean on you during stressful situations in their life or in their work environment with a customer they're dealing with, whatever? So again, how closely do these words and this topic that we've talked about here at the beginning, how much does that really resonate with you? And if you feel like the alignment is not quite what you want it to be, um, 
then it's likely that your team may not see you as being consistent. And if it's really extreme, then they're definitely not going to see you as being even reliable or dependable. So we want to try to capture this idea of being a consistent leader as soon as we possibly can, because if it's left too long where you're not seen as consistent, then you become somebody that they can't depend on. And then that that just creates even bigger issues with your team. So if everything I've talked about up to this point um, resonates with you and you're just you're sitting here listening to me like, yep, absolutely. I do all of those things. Um, I don't have any problems with any of that. Then I want to applaud you. Then you have a really strong foundation for this aspect of your leadership. So, yay. But we can all improve. And even if you are somebody that's like, yeah, you know, that cognitive dissonance thing, I, I don't have that. I, I say one thing and then I do something else. Then you're in the right place. So here's where we start to get back on track about how you can be a little bit more consistent. And there's three things that I'm going to challenge you to do to try to improve your consistency. So number one, I want for you to assess where it is that you're not consistent. So before you can know what it is that you need to change, you've got to know what the issues are. You know, doctors don't just go in and start having surgeries until they do assessments. They take MRIs, they do lab work, they look at images, pictures, they do some research. So they know what it is that they're dealing with before they dive in and start doing what they need to do. You as the leader, you need to do an assessment on you. So stop and ask yourself, okay, where is my head and my heart, my, your behavior and your thoughts, where are they not in alignment? Where is this cognitive dissonance happening? So for example, you know that you should have more of a work-life balance and you tell your team that this balance is important, but then you don't leave on time for your job or you're sending out emails over the weekend and therefore they're feeling like they need to send out emails over the weekend. And so that's that's just, that's interrupting that, that balance. Um, maybe you want to be better at being on time for meetings, but for whatever reason, you're consistently late. Um, maybe you want to live a healthier lifestyle. So, you know, that whole idea about food and what we put in our body, but on your lunch break, whenever you do actually take the time for a lunch break, maybe you go through the drive-thru or, um, you know, you, you skip lunch altogether. And yet you're sitting here telling people that they need to have a healthier lifestyle. And yet you're not practicing those healthier lifestyles either. So it won't be hard to identify these things. It'll be hard maybe to express these things out loud. But deep down, we know whenever we're doing something that is not for the best, it's not in the best interest of our team, it's not in the best interest for ourselves, it's not in the best interest for us as a leader. And so somewhere deep down, way deep down in your soul, you feel it and you hate that you feel it. And if you have identified where that area is, then you, you're you have assessed where the problem is. And so now you can start to move forward. And if you're still not 100% sure, then stop and ask yourself, okay, what are the places where I get really defensive? Or where do I make an excuse for why I behave a certain way? Because if you can identify where you get defensive, if somebody happens to call you out or point out an area where you're having some issues, then this is the area that your consistency needs to have some improvement in, okay? So the first thing that we're going to do to be a consistent leader, we're going to assess where our inconsistency starts. Second thing that we're going to do is we're going to ask for feedback from our teams. So if you truly don't know where you need to make a change and, you know, even if you've gone through the assessment, you've thought about it, you don't get defensive, you've done all of the things, I can promise you there are people on your team that can tell you, okay, here's where you need to be a more consistent leader. I can ask people on my team right now, where do I need to do better? And I can promise you they can they can point it out to me, even if I'm not currently aware of it. 
But it's important that you ask the right kind of question. So you wanna be very specific with your questions. So instead of saying, so how am I doing as your supervisor? It's better to ask, in what ways can I be a more consistent leader? Yes, no questions will not get you very far. I don't recommend yes, no questions if you're trying to do really deep dive into being a better leader and, and really assessing where you can do better. Um, but, you know, having those open-ended questions really give a, gives a person the door to elaborate. So a couple of other things to think about, you know, what can I start doing that will help support you in your role? Um, what can I stop doing because it's interfering with your ability to do your job? Um, another great question is, where do you see that our actions don't align with our mission statement? Where, how are my actions as a leader not aligning with what I'm telling you as a team that we need to do? And in what ways do you see me saying one thing, but then doing something else? And be really careful about that last one, because that one really and truly can get at the heart of where your inconsistency is at. And hopefully you have built a culture in which your employees are comfortable coming to you and, and having that conversation. Um, if not, perhaps adding these in to a 360 feedback assessment and then having somebody else kind of look at all the data and you not even knowing who said what can be really helpful. But whenever you're asking these questions, be ready to receive that honest information, really and truly listen to what the person is telling you but then also listen to what maybe they're not saying, because no matter how great of an open environment we have, how much we say we want communication, sometimes you just have those people that are not comfortable voicing their thoughts. And so what they don't say can sometimes be just as important as what they are saying. Um, you know, take a look at their tone, their body language, all of that really comes into play. Okay. So first of all, we, we're doing an assessment. Um, second of all, we're collecting feedback from people around us. And then finally, once we have that, that assessment information, we have that feedback that we're giving, given that people have given to us, I should say, now it's, start, it, it's important that you start to walk the talk. So whenever you ask people these questions and you let people know, which I always recommend, if, you, if this is really and truly a goal of yours to be more consistent, then it's important that you tell other people that this is what your goal is. Why? Because accountability is huge. If you are asking other people to help you be more accountable and being consistent, it's going to sharpen you. So iron certainly sharpens iron. And so letting other people know that this is your goal, you're more likely to actually reach and obtain that goal. So whenever I, I say that it's time for you to actually practice these things, well, it's time for you to walk the talk. So if you say you're going to do something, then do it. Follow through with what you say mean what you say, say what you mean. There should never be a question about your employees wondering or guessing who they're going to get each day. If you say that you are going to, um, you know, bring coffee for everybody on Friday and then you don't show up with coffee, let me tell you, for those of us that are coffee drinkers, we're going to have a problem. There should never be an element of surprise. They should know that, you know, what you say, what you do, it, it's all in alignment. And while it can be really, really challenging if you've been somebody that's been inconsistent for a really long time, I would encourage you to start small. So going back to that example of coffee on Friday, no matter what, make sure that you have coffee on Friday. And then after a couple of weeks of doing something small, then increase the stakes at that point. So maybe it's not just coffee, but maybe it's also a fruit tray, right? And so consistency is one of those things that the more you practice it, the easier it can become. 
It's no different than somebody that, you know, is a runner. If you, you know, whenever you first started running, you know, running a hundred yards would just leave you breathless. But over time, running a hundred yards becomes a lot easier because you get the muscle memory, your body adjusts, you get used to it. The same thing happens when we talk about our neural channels and our behaviors as well. When you start off small and you do it consistently over and over and over again, then you start to make progress. Okay. But you've got to give yourself the ability to actually get started. And I think fear often holds people back from getting started because it's like, well, what are, what are people going to think if I start doing things differently? Well, I'm here to tell you, you probably need to do things differently. They're probably waiting and, and hoping and wishing that you will do things differently and you doing something different can actually inspire them to um, keep going and maybe make changes in their own life. Um, think about whenever you're at a restaurant and you keep asking the waiter or the waitress for something small, like, hey, can I get some lemon for my water? Or, hey, can you get us a couple of extra napkins? And each time this person comes by and you remind them like, hey, you know, I'm still waiting on that lemon or I'm still waiting on that napkin. Um, and they say, oh, sure, no problem. I'll bring it right to you. Oh, sure, no problem. I'll bring it right to you. 15 minutes go by, 20 minutes go by, 30, 35 minutes go by. And you can get to a point where you're like, you know what, I'm just, I'm going to stop asking because I, I've, I've needed napkins. And so I don't, I don't have any napkins and, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, our, our servers are in a really challenging um, situation right now. So be nice. Don't be a jerk. Um, many of them are extremely overworked, but think about how you feel whenever you're not getting that small item that you've requested from somebody. Now magnify that in your work environment because you're the leader, you're in charge. You're supposed to be there offering guidance. You're supposed to be giving them information. They're supposed to be, you know, somebody that they can rely on. And if you're telling them, oh, sure, we're going to have our one-on-one -on -one this week, but then week after week after week continue to cancel, they're going to stop believing that you're ever going to meet with them one-on-one. -on -one. Um, if you say, oh, yeah, sure, we're all going to get new technology where, you know, you we know that you need new software to be able to do your jobs. And then, you know, six months go by and they don't hear anything from you. They're working with the same equipment. Eventually, people are going to stop believing that anything else is ever going to change. It's ever going to happen. So, you know, I, I know whenever I go to a, to a restaurant, if I ask for a napkin, I like to receive a napkin. Well, you know what? You're as a leader. Whenever your employees are asking something from you, make sure that you follow through with it. You should never, ever be asking your team to do something that you're not willing to do. And because quite frankly, if you're not upholding your end of the bargain by following through on your word and doing what you're responsible for doing, why in the world would they? Where's the motivation for them to do that as well? Um, so it's it's known as a, a social contract agreement. So we don't necessarily say these things in the in the job description. And whenever we sign a contract for employment, these things aren't necessarily written out. But I I need to make sure that as a leader, if I'm asking people to do something, I'm willing to do it myself. You can't necessarily be upset for somebody not doing their job whenever you're not doing your job as well. And so good leaders know how to remain consistent and to follow through with what they say they're going to do and make sure that that behavior aligns with their words. So bottom line, I know that some days it can be really, really challenging to be consistent. I get it. Our emotions can get in the way. We've got a thousand things on our to-do list. There's outside circumstances that are going to impact our motivation and might throw our focus out of whack temporarily. But I truly believe that good leaders know how to remain consistent. 
And in doing so, you're building a solid foundation for your team. You're setting an example for how to behave in the work environment. And your, the work environment should be a, a source of stability for the people on your team. It shouldn't be a source of chaos because ultimately that impacts them outside of work, right? And we're trying to avoid burnout. That's the whole point of our podcast. Avoid burnout. Keep it at bay. Help people to, to maintain their, their peace and, and um, their, their ability to do a good job. And we as leaders, we can help them do that by staying consistent. Whenever people feel that stability, then they are able to use their gifts and their abilities uninhibited. And they can be innovative. They can be creative. They can, they can take risks. And having that mindset is super important. But one of the sources of that mindset is you being a consistent leader. So... If you liked what you heard, hit the subscribe button to receive new content. Um, you can find this wherever you're currently listening to this, this show. Um, feel free to share it with somebody else in your circle who wants to improve in their leadership. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter with the information that's noted there in the show notes. I do try to post positive and consistent content related to leadership. So again, you can use that in your tool belt whenever the need emerges. Remember, you are made to be a leader right where you are, wherever you are leading. And this podcast can help you level the field of challenges you face while you walk this journey of leadership. Take care of yourself. Take care of your team. You can 1000% do this. And until next time.